Welcome back to another episode of Diabetics Doing Things. I don't know if I stutter during that or not. I'm not going to go back and record it. It's Diabetics Doing Things. It's me. It's Rob. Hope you're doing great, ladies and gentlemen. We have an awesome interview for you today. Most of the people on this podcast have type 1 diabetes. There are a small amount who have type 2 diabetes, but we're getting that number up. In today's episode, the guest does not have diabetes at all, but he is the founder of a company that is specifically for people with diabetes, and we've worked with them. They've sponsored this podcast before. It's called Skin Grip, theskingrip.com. And the reason that I call that out that Isaac doesn't have type 1 diabetes is that it's important for us to see the people who do not live with diabetes and the impact that they're having by thinking about people with diabetes. Diabetes became a big part of Isaac's life when his younger brother was diagnosed, and he and his family have made big adjustments ever since. Uh, but the biggest one has been this company, which has been their passion and labor of love, and is ultimately geared towards people with diabetes to try to solve a problem for them and to make their life a little bit easier. So I'd really enjoy if you would support Skin Grip and Isaac and his family and their awesome business at theskingrip.com. You've all got sensors to, to tape. You've got activities coming up. It's starting to get warmer in some parts of the country. It's February right now where I am in Dallas, uh, but maybe in the future it's the summer. Keep those devices, keep those sensors in place, waterproof and, and otherwise, with the skingrip.com, skin grip tape. I wear it. It's black. Keeps me, uh, keeps me moving, keeps me locked down when I play basketball and when I jump in the ice cold tub. Uh, and I love it. I really use it, and it's part of my life with diabetes. So for sure, uh, listen to this episode. Let me know what you think about Isaac's story, and if you want to support them, visit theskingrip.com. All right, well, we got one more ad coming your way, and then enjoy this interview with Isaac Parkinson. Thank you for continuing to listen to Diabetics Doing Things. We've been doing this for four years now, thanks to listeners like you, and the support of amazing sponsors like Real Good Foods. If you're involved in the diabetes online community, then you have for sure heard of Real Good Foods and their low-carb pizza and enchiladas, which are delicious. But they've really outdone themselves this time with their new breakfast sandwiches. It's just like your typical breakfast sandwich, sausage, egg, and cheese, or bacon, egg, and cheese, except the biscuit is made out of cauliflower and the whole sandwich has only two net carbs. That's two net carbs. And if you pop it in the microwave, it's ready in seconds. I'm not a big breakfast guy because I don't like having to deal with big blood sugar spikes for a high carb breakfast. But when I'm really craving a breakfast sandwich, I grab a real good food sandwich out of the freezer and hit the road without having to worry about a big spike in my blood sugar. Check out realgoodfoods.com to find them in a store near you or use code ROBHOW, that's me, to get a discount when you order the sandwiches online. I'm a big fan of brands who continue to support creators with diabetes, and there has been no bigger supporter of me and my friends in the diabetes community than Real Good Foods. If you haven't checked them out yet, give them a shot and let me know what you think. And now let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Diabetics Doing Things. We're telling the amazing stories of people with diabetes from all across the world. And my very special guest today... Mr. Isaac Parkinson, who does not live with type 1, but runs a type 1 focused company, Skin Grip. I'm sure you guys have seen it. It's all over social media, and they've been a sponsor of this podcast. Isaac, welcome to the show, man. Hey, Rob. Good to be here. Yeah, really excited to have you. As you know, we're doing a Founders series here on the pod, and so it was a no-brainer when I was like, okay, I got to get Isaac on the show. We got to talk about people who are creating products in the diabetes space. 
for people with diabetes, thinking about people with diabetes. And for me, like a big part of that, uh, as an entrepreneur is like, there's gotta be some sort of personal attachment. There's gotta be something that really fuels you behind the scenes. Otherwise, you know, when you're running a business, there's just a lot of things to cover, requires a lot of energy and there's something behind the scenes that's got to keep you going. So I'm really excited to kind of dig in with that with you today. Yeah, me too. Let's, let's do it. So let's talk a little bit about your experience in your life with, with type one. Uh, when was the first time you remember having a conversation or, or diabetes being involved in your life? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, you know, for much of my life, I had obviously known about diabetes. Um, and like most people, I didn't know the difference between type one and type two. Um, and so it didn't really have a you know, there wasn't a you know big effect uh, in my life from diabetes until my my brother, my younger brother, uh, was diagnosed with type one, and that was back in 2013. Um, so for me, that was a turning point where you know I learned okay, what is t- diabetes? What is the difference between type one and type two? Um, and it really opened my eyes to a lot of things you know concerning the disease. So you know, going back just really almost seven years now or in 2020 uh, at the time of recording um, brother, you know, younger brother uh, goes in, you know, what was the response and like, how did you and your family kind of have those conversations of like, Oh, what, what's going on with, with our little brother and how can we, you know, be there to support him and what does this mean for us? Yeah. So, you know, at the time he was um, 14 years old and uh, obviously, we didn't really know the signs um, because you know, no one in our immediate family or even, you know, my extended family at the time uh, had type one. Um, so, you know, we, we began to see that he was losing a ton of weight. Uh, he was just always chugging water and, and he's going to the bathroom five or six times a night. And so, you know, there was these things going on. Uh, we didn't really understand what it was. You know, my mom thought it was a urinary tract infection or something like that or, you know, some weird form of the flu. Um, and over time, you know, over about a month, a month's time, uh, things just kept getting worse. And, um, you know, he, he was still participating in outdoor activities and things like that. We live in Utah, so, you know, we do a lot of camping, hiking, uh, you know, mountain biking, those types of things. Um, and he just wasn't, you know, able to even really get up in the morning some days. He was just so tired. Um, and so, we, you know, not knowing what was going on, it was, it was kind of scary. And so when we finally went to the doctor, I think his blood sugar was around 800. Um, and they immediately, you know, sent him to, um, you know, the emergency wing of the hospital in Salt Lake, uh, where they started, you know, working on him. And, and that's where we really started to figure out, you know, what type one diabetes was and how one could live with the disease. So, you know, beginning from there, um, you know, over the over the course of the next few years, you know, we, we started, you know, just watching him and and learned how to help him manage it so that, you know, his life was a little bit easier. Um, and and like I said, it was just really eye opening to see, you know, all the all the decisions he had to make in in the day because of, you know, this new diagnosis and the type one diabetes. Um, and so for us, um, it changed the way we treated him. You know, obviously we wanted to um you know, let him do his best to control it on his own. But at the same time, we had to learn how we could be there for him to, to help him out. And I think it's a big adjustment. And a lot of times on this podcast specifically, we don't necessarily talk about 
the effects that the diabetes has on a family and just like the general education and the general day to day. And a lot of times it's like fear and lack of understanding. And, you know, how do we, what do we do from here? Cause a lot of those times on this pod, especially it comes from the first person perspective. So my, my relationship with diabetes and the things that I go through, but I think it's fair to say like type one diabetes affects the entire family, no matter if you're, you know, 13 years old or 21 years old or, uh, or 25 or, or two years old, whatever the case, you know, everybody in your immediate surroundings are affected. Oh, for sure. And you know, uh, when it all happened, you know, it was really scary for all of us because we didn't know, you know, how serious, um, it really was right. Like when, when you don't grow up, you know, exactly what type one diabetes is and, you know, some of the things that come along with the disease, it's hard to know um, right off the bat, you know, how that's going to change a person's life. And so, you know, being on, on you know, this end of being his brother, it, it worried me for him because obviously he's my younger brother. I love him. I want what's best for him. And I didn't want him to have to, you know, um, completely, you know, change, you know, his lifestyle in terms of the things he did, um, like play sports and, and other things like that, because, you know, obviously I want him to be able to do what he loved. Um, and, and it was really scary for all of us because, um, you know, right after that happened, the the doctor said, okay, you know, the whole family should go get checked for diabetes. Um, we don't know if this is something, you know, in the genetics or whatnot. And so we all went in and, you know, got checked. Um, and we, it was just something new for us, right? We didn't know exactly how serious it would be. And over time, you know, we've learned how to, how to, how to live with it in our family and, Honestly, it's it's been a huge blessing in many ways, um, and it's hard to say that about diseases, but uh, it's really brought a lot of perspective to our family. Well, I think it, uh, you know, I mirror a lot of that uh, experience. I mean, I mean, I would not have this podcast uh, without diabetes, and I think I say that with a caveat. Like, if if I, and I'm sure as you guys would as well, if we could give it back, we absolutely would. But oh, in sure, some yeah. ways it gives your life a lot of purpose and like perspective and, um, you know, gives you something to focus on. And, um, you know, for you, I think now shifting kind of gears to, to present day, um, it's shifted a lot of the ways that, you know, your, your day to day goes about, if I'm not mistaken, right. With skin grip. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, skin grip is, 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 you know, obviously a company that's, that was started to help diabetics and, you know, our mission truly is to help diabetics feel fearless because we believe that when diabetics feel fearless, they can accomplish the extraordinary. And, you know, obviously, you know, at Skin Grip, we, we create adhesive patches and um, it's something that if, if diabetes wasn't around anymore, you know, if there was a cure, we'd obviously be out of business. And, you know, people sometimes ask me that, you know, what if, what if there's a cure or this or that? And I say, well, great, like, that would be awesome. You know, honestly, we would love for there to be a cure, and we'd love to go out of business if that was the case. Um, that's, you know, that's totally fine. Um, but, you know, while there, you know, still is the challenge of type 1 diabetes, we want to make sure that whatever we do, we're, we're helping those that are affected by it. Oh, totally agree. Yeah, there's nothing more I'd love than to go to a conference full of a bunch of people that used to have diabetes. Oh, yeah. That'd be sweet. Um. So let's talk a little bit about the early days. You mentioned that your little brother was, uh, you know, active and, and interested in sports and athletics. And obviously as like a 13 year old fairly, you know, being active is just part of the gig. Um, where did the idea for skim grip come from? Yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, skin grip, um, 
wasn't really an idea for us until a few years down the road after he was diagnosed. Um, it wasn't until I was in college that my brother actually started using a CGM and a, an insulin pump. And so, you know, once he switched over to using those, obviously his life uh, was a little bit easier um, with those uh, awesome devices. But he still struggled with a few things. You know, he had his CGM coming off from time to time. And, um, you know, just getting accurate readings uh, was kind of a challenge. And so, you know, it, we, we definitely weren't the first adhesive patch on the market. And, you know, we always tell people that, like, we'll admit that for sure. We saw that there were other adhesive patches out there. Um, a lot of them, you know, just were being sold on, you know, Amazon and things like that. But um, whenever we tried them, we just we just weren't impressed really with the quality um, of what, you know, we were getting. So it was as simple as really just seeing the need for a better product and also realizing that a lot of um, a lot of companies, uh, you know, they're making products, but maybe they weren't connecting with their with their consumers. Right. We really wanted to create something that was not only going to work well um, and, you know, be awesome performance wise, as well as just, you know, a simple product. We wanted something that, you know, we could create a conversation around um, to really inspire and motivate other type one diabetics. Yeah. And I think, you know, you talked about being fearless um, and, you know, the impact that I can have on someone's life with diabetes and the confidence I think is a big part of that too. Because, you know, we've got a lot of devices attached to us. The confidence of knowing like, hey, if I go jump off this like, I don't know why I'm thinking of this like summer camp, big blob in a lake that my CGM is not going to go flying off, you know, or that if I go swimming on vacation that I don't have to worry about the, you know, medical adhesive that's not very strong coming off and then having to change it and, and, you know, just all the frustrations that come with that. Um, so you guys are obviously providing a product, but it also gives like a peace of mind, confidence and a lifestyle component. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there's a lot of brands in the world, right. That push lifestyle and we're definitely, you know, a brand that also, you know, promises a better lifestyle and, you know, we don't do that for gimmicks um, or for show, you know, like we truly are um, built, you know, for the lifestyle of type 1 diabetics. That's our whole purpose. I mean, um, obviously, you know, as a business, you have to focus on, you know, so many different things, you know, revenue, things like that, you know, uh, new customers. But I mean, for us, um, we feel that if we're continually improving, you know, someone's lifestyle, and they're writing into us, telling us about, you know, this new lifestyle they're living because of our product, we feel like we're doing a good job. And so, I mean, it's, it's super important for us to, to, you know, use that sort of messaging um, when we're talking, you know, whether that's on social media or our emails. We want to help people realize that this product, you know, while it will protect the CGM and things like that, what it's really doing is it's going to give you that peace of mind, right, to make your life a little bit easier um, because we all know that, you know, type 1 diabetics already have to make so many decisions every day. They have so many things to worry about. And so we just want to be able to help them worry a little bit less and to just, you know, have a little bit more freedom to do what they love without all the stress of, you know, worrying about the CGM coming flying off when you're, you know, wakeboarding or whatever it is you might be doing, depending on where you live. And I love that perspective. I think that's really easy for a person with diabetes to understand. Talk about how you guys and you specifically 
you know, honed in on that, like that feeling that you were trying to create or that, that confidence you were trying to inspire with someone with diabetes. Cause it's not something that just occurs to you one day, right? Like you had to have some experience, like seeing your brother and you know, like looking in the community and saying, Hey, this is an opportunity for us. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's really, it's really kind of a lesson on, on business in general. Um, you know what I'm going to share. So Obviously, you know, when we first started, we didn't use this type of messaging per se. We just we just launched a product, right? Um, we launched a product that we knew was going to work better um, for a type 1 diabetic. And, you know, when we first launched, we didn't have this big plan of, oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to launch on all these channels and we're going to make a, you know, a worldwide type 1 diabetes brand. Like we didn't think about that. We just launched a product um, really with the hope that we could just help people out. And as we started getting feedback um, we really learned that one, we had a product that was working because, you know, some of the feedback we got was just amazing. And then two, we started getting, you know, we started seeing comments and, uh, messages and, you know, we had DMS just telling, uh, just kind of telling us on like people were telling us how they felt about the product. And when they told us how they felt, they didn't say, you know, Oh, it's the stickiest patch I've ever you know seen or, it's, you know, it, it lasts so long. They usually said like, Hey, like I cried because I went in the ocean with my kids for the first time. Or, um, I just felt so fearless as I was able to, you know, go mountain biking and the sweat didn't, you know, the sweat and all the activity didn't, you know, rip my CGM out. And so, um, we, we kind of caught on to that, you know, how people were feeling about the product and we knew we needed to really, kind of push that a little bit more and, and, and help people understand the feeling that they're going to get from um, using the product. And, and like I said, it's, it's kind of less on business because when you listen to your customer and you, you, you hear their needs, you hear the words that they're using, the feelings that they're feeling, you can understand how to better you know, position your product. Um, and obviously that, that increases sales, which is great. But the thing is, um, you know, when you have a product that, that truly can help people, if you don't use the right words, then they're never going to find it or they're never going to understand what it does for them. And so we want to make sure that the words we use are words that resonate with our audience, with, you know, the type 1 diabetics. And we want to make sure that they understand how it helps them. And I think that's a really important thing to focus on, right? And like, you know, being careful of the words that you use and being considerate. And I think you've approached and really built the brand around you know, being very considerate, very thoughtful about, you know, what you're really providing. Do you remember maybe the first, like, you know, email that you guys got back, you mentioned, you know, you know, hearing from customers or Instagram message or, um, something that, that was shared with you guys that you thought, wow, like this is really making impact. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, and would you mind like sharing those things, uh, you know, that, that particular message? Yeah. I mean, we've, we've had so many now that it's hard for me to keep track of them, but you know, every, every single time we do receive a message like that, it, it just fills my soul, honestly, because, um, I mean, building a business isn't easy and you know, there's a lot of risks involved. Um, but when we receive a message like that, that just, you know, outlines, how the person feels and how it's made their life better. It just keeps us, you know, going. It keeps the fire burning. Um, one in particular is one I kind of already mentioned, but I can go more into detail with it. Um, there was there was a mom who, um, she 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 was pretty active, and um, 
she had only had type 1 diabetes for um, a number of years, but she lived in California, and um, her her two boys liked to go out in the ocean, you know, and uh, surf, do, you know, all these other things, you know, boogie board, things like that, you know, the things you do in the in the waves in California. Sure. Um, and she wrote, th- she wrote this email to us that was, uh, it was, it was a pretty long email and it just said, you know, for the last few years, you know, since I've had type 1 diabetes, I've just been really nervous to do a lot of things. I've been nervous to, um, you know, be as active as I used to be. I've been, I've been nervous to go in the, in the ocean with my kids because, you know, the, the Dexcom that I wear, I'm worried to lose it, you know, and, and, you know, those things are costly and whatnot. And it's also scary, you know, when, when you don't, um, you know, if you lose those types of things and you, and you, and you can't manage your, you know, blood sugar as well. She just was nervous for, you know, a variety of reasons, but she mentioned that she bought our product. She put it on and for the last week she had been going in the ocean with her sons, um, that the product worked well and, and that, you know, after she had been using it in the ocean, she, she told us of a actual time when, um, you know, she went back to the beach she was sitting there on the sand watching her kids and she just she just started bawling she started crying because um she didn't feel like she could have done that before um and she felt like she was um somewhat free you know from from those fears that she once had and so that was something that you know was was mind-blowing to me i couldn't believe that you know we had we created such a special experience in someone's life and honestly i started tearing up just from reading the email and so uh, that particular message is one that has always stuck with me. It's one that I have um, uh, in a special place on my phone uh, for when I just need to remember, you know, why we're doing what we're doing. And that's so so important to have that, like, where you know where you know where that is, right? Because, like you said, running a business isn't easy, and it takes a lot of emotion, and there's ups and downs, and you know just day to day can be very tough. And, you know, there's just a lot of things that are not always super enjoyable when you know, you have that in your back pocket, you know, that that opportunity is around the corner. Uh, that's super, super cool. Um, and I, you know, and I'm sure as we were kind of talking about before we got on the phone or before we got on the pod, rather you, you have been like influenced and, and super encouraged by what you guys have found in the community at large. Um, talk a little bit about that. Just like, not just the the big mountaintop moments, but what you've learned as you know being part of the Type One community. Yeah, I mean it, it's been amazing being a part of this community. You know, even though, you know, I personally, um, I mean, I don't talk a lot of, about it. You know, on my own social media, my personal social media, I don't really talk about it much. Um, but you know, just being a part of the you know the Skin Grip team. Um, I've learned so much, um, from this community because there, there's so many good people out there. Um, like I, I kind of mentioned before, you know, I've been, a have been a part of a lot of communities where, you know, whether that's, you know, because of personal interests or, or, you know, other things, you know, college and stuff like that. And I've honestly never, I've never been a part of a community that's, uh, just so motivating and inspiring, like the type one diabetic community, um, you know, I've, I've been able to talk to really, you know, awesome people, you know, such as yourself um, and, and a lot of other, you know, uh, a lot of other people who are, you know, quote, influential, you know, in the type 1 diabetic uh, community and ones who 
aren't, maybe aren't quote influential, you know. And uh, from all of those interactions, I've just learned that, um, you know, type one diabetes, you know, as tough as it is, you know, especially with that first diagnosis, um, it's not something that 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 has to hold you back. And I've just been so inspired by the people I've been able to talk to and, and the things I've been able to see them do because, you know, I don't live with type 1 diabetes. And, and sometimes I wonder, you know, if I, if I had type 1 diabetes, would I be doing the same things that some of these people are doing? Or, you know, would I be speaking out about these issues as, as much as, as they are and, you know, things like that. And I've just been so inspired to see how people come together um, and they support each other. Um, you know, I've, I've seen people, you know, posting about, you know, extra insulin they have and how they can help. And, and it's just so inspiring to see that, you know, people who don't even know each other can come together in the comments, wherever it is, and they can, you know, really uh, show the best of humanity. It is really cool. And I think it's not something that you know about until you get to experience it. Uh, you know, you can talk about, you know, Hey, there's this place where, you know, people with diabetes are celebrated and it's really positive and there's a lot of great information being shared, but until you experience it, it's, you know, it's just sort of, it doesn't really become concrete. Uh, do you remember like, as you were learning about the community and kind of coming in, uh, you know, coming into your own as, uh, as skin grip, like what were those, what were those moments like when you're like, Hey, you know, like, I think that we we're really part of a big community here. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, early on we we started reaching out to um, certain influencers just to just to really ask them to use our product. We didn't, you know, we've we never started off by saying, "Hey, would you post about us?" and you know, begging for posts necessarily. We we always wanted to just give away our product for free and just you know, we always ask people, "Hey, just try it out and, and tell us what you think." Um, so we started doing that, you know, Andrew Sly Fox was one that I know you've interviewed and he was one that we sent stuff to. And, you know, he, you know, we were just cool with him. We just said, Hey, like you're a cool dude. Like, you know, try this out. Like, what do you think? Um, and he gave us some really good feedback and we've had other people who gave us some really good feedback too. You know, I could, I could, if I had named all of them, we'd be here you know, all day. But, um, I mean, really they just gave us good feedback about the product um, and about the packaging, the messaging. And so we really knew that we were onto something because it struck a chord with so many people. Um, and we had a lot of people start reaching out saying, Hey, I talked to so-and-so. Um, they said that they, that you have to try skin grip, you know, and, and we found that, you know, our, our product was, you know, beginning to kind of just move across the community because of word of mouth. Um, and, and so for us, we wanted to double down on that and we said, Hey, like, you know, we're not, we're not trying to be salesy. We're not, we're not running ads on Instagram or anything like that. We just are, you know, having real conversations with people and saying, Hey, try this out. Like, does it make your life better? Um, if it does, like, you know, let us, let us know how it made it, how it made your life better. If it doesn't, you know, tell us why, you know, we, we really, uh, just try to listen to everyone and, um, and we make our decisions based on, you know, what we hear from, from people on Instagram. Well, and I think there's nothing quite like real feedback that's like, like you said, not from like a sales or like a customer, like a focus group, but it's like, Hey, like I really like this and it would be cool if it did this or, you know, I used it and I was doing this and, you know, you mentioned Andrew, um, 
you know, just a cool guy, just a guy that, you know, really cares and, and wants to give back. And I think that's something that, you know, when I think of type one entrepreneurs, you know, obviously like as an entrepreneur myself, it has a, a special place in my heart, but also, you know, to see people who are putting it all on the line to develop, you know, either products or services or, you know, things for people with diabetes. That's something that, um, you know, I never thought would be something that I'd be involved in. Uh, and just to see how many cool creators there are out there, how many passionate entrepreneurs there are to make things that make a, a better life, even just a little bit, uh, just like a little bit less worrying for people with diabetes. Such a cool thing. For sure. Yeah, totally agree. So as you guys are, you know, kind of, you've, you've been out in the market for a little while, you're finding this momentum, you're hearing positive stories, you know, you're making an impact. What's, what's next for you guys? Uh, you know, what do you want to continue to keep doing? How can, uh, you know, how can we continue to support, you know, you and skin grip and the story behind it? Yeah. So, you know, we've always been focused on making simple products, um, that perform well and, you know, help people live fearlessly. Um, obviously type one diabetics live fearlessly. Um, one thing we don't ever really want to do, um, is, you know, get into, you know, making, um, you know, adhesive patches that have, you know, fancy patterns or designs and are, um, really, you know, flamboyant, um, just in design and stuff like that. We already know that there's, there's great companies out there who do that. Um, you know, there's a lot of great adhesive patch companies that do a lot of cool designs and things like that. But we always try to uh, stay true to who we are, and that's just simplicity um, because our number one focus is, um, you know, if you, can, if you can simplify, you know, your life, you can live a better life in a way. And so, you know, for us, um, obviously we have people telling us all the time, hey, do more colors, uh, you know, do this or that. And um, we will be launching a few more colors. We know that, you know, a lot of the kids out there who use our product um, are really keen on some of those brighter colors and some of those fun colors. Um, and so we are we are uh, launching a few more colors really soon. Um, we also have a, a few more um, uh, skin tone colors we're going to be releasing. Um, we want to be really inclusive when it comes to um, skin tones. And, you know, for us, we're just going to focus on products that will make type 1 diabetic lives just a little bit easier. So, um you know, we have a few things in the works and we're super excited about that. Um, but overall, you know, when, when it comes down to it, we want to make sure that we're also giving back to the community, um, in a positive way. And so we've started a, a new thing where we donate actually all of our website sales to a type one diabetes charity every 11th, uh, day of each month. So we call it all for one. It's a, uh, all with, t- uh, two, ones for you know 11 all for one which for us means you know we're giving all of our pro- our website profits to a, a type 1 diabetes charity um and so we've had a lot of success with that we've seen a lot of people ordering on our website um every 11th day of the month uh to support that and um we just want to make sure we're giving back in a positive way uh we've you know so far donated to jdr jdrf um t1 international um, and some other diabetes charities and we're, you know, we're doing different ones every single month. So, you know, however we can give back is what's important for us. Um, and also just, you know, telling stories of type one diabetics, you know, a few, 
a few months ago, we released a video um, that kind of shed some light on on some of the um, some of the false things you know that, that people think about diabetes, such as you know um, type one diabetics being lazy or you know diabetes being limiting and things like that. Um, we had a lot of good uh, feedback about that video. Um, it's become one of our brand anchor videos, and so we want to make more content that dispels some of these falsehoods about type 1 diabetes, but also um, spreads the message of empowerment and motivation to type 1 diabetics all around the world. I remember seeing that video. Uh, man, it was, A, the production on it was super great. and I think it was just, a, you know, really a scroll-stopping moment where, you know, somebody like me who sees a lot of diabetes content, it still stood out kind of head and shoulders above everything that I had seen at that particular time. And uh, yeah, it was just a, a really eye-opening. And I think for people without, who don't live with diabetes or are not as involved in the community, I think it was a moment it's like, hey, like this is really what's going on and this is who we are and this is what we stand for. Uh, I'll include it in the show notes um, just so that everybody can see it if they haven't seen it already. Um, so yeah, go ahead and check out uh, that video that'll be in the show notes. But I really love also, and I think I'm going to try to post this on uh, the 11th, um, the next 11th that I can, so that we can try to drum up as much uh, you know sales for you guys on those days that go to the back to those diabetes nonprofits because it's a really cool idea. Um, you know, with the all for one, uh, you know, the, tying in with the two ones and the you know the all. So um, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of companies that are trying to give back. Um, and you know, it's a, it's a challenge as you know, like, uh, diabetes is expensive and there's a lot of fundraising that goes on and there's a lot of just costs that go into the day-to-day -day management. Uh, so for you guys to give back, uh, you know, as a company on those days, that's really inspiring and, you know, thanks for doing that. Yeah. I mean, we, we really started doing that because, um, we just, we wanted to feel like, you know, we were giving back in some way. Um, you know, there's a lot of companies out there who will do, you know, a, a percentage of proceeds um, to a certain charity or, you know, a buy one, give one type deal. And, um, you know, we just wanted to do something that uh, was a little more unique to us. Um, and so, you know, the all for one you know, kind of started from that. And, uh, you know, we tell everyone, like, we're not we're not taking, you know, we're not making money on that day. Um, all that money is going straight to whatever charity that really, you know, our our followers or our customers choose. And so anyone that's listening, you know, if there's a charity that you would like for us to donate to, please, you know, you can DM us on Instagram. You can email us at contact at the skingrip.com or just, you know, send us a message and let us know that you want us to donate to a certain charity because usually what we'll do is um, every – Every you know ninth or tenth of the month, we'll usually do an Instagram poll and we'll say, "Hey, like we're thinking about these two charities. Which one should we donate to this month?" And uh, we honestly just choose whatever one you know you guys tell us to. So um, we're gonna we're really excited to keep doing that, and we'll be looking for other ways as well to support um, other charities and other groups that um, are related to type one diabetes. It's awesome, man. And I, uh, you and I were talking before the pod about, you know, you feeling a little bit maybe self-conscious of being a person that doesn't have diabetes and coming on the pod. Uh, but I just want to kill you, man, you, you crushed it. 
uh, and because you're doing it for the right reasons, right? You're, you have the right perspective and, and the right context. And I uh, just wanted to give you a big pat on the back because, uh, you know, if we all as people with diabetes have advocates like you, family, friends, uh, people who are leading companies, uh, who are thinking about things in the way that we think about them, uh, we're going to be better off. So, uh, you know, definitely yeah, want to support you guys <laughs> as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah I don't, I don't say, I don't want to say that just to like blow smoke or whatever. Uh, I, yeah, I mean that. And that's a, you got, you don't have diabetes, but you're held to a higher standard because you care about people with diabetes and you've really taken the time to, uh, you know, to learn as much as you can. And I just, I'm glad to be able to work with companies like you. I really appreciate that, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I was a little bit nervous coming on. I've always been nervous to, uh, talk much, you know, much about what I do just cause I don't. I don't want people to see me as, you know, necessarily the face of skin grip. Um, we do, we do actually hire other type one diabetics. And so, um, you know, we're working at trying to show more of our, just our small company culture. I mean, we're really just, you know, really small family owned business. Um, but I, I mean, I'm intimidated by you guys. You guys are the real life superheroes to me. And so seeing what, you know, all of you are doing, uh, sometimes honestly, I feel inadequate just cause, um, I mean, there are so many uh, strong and smart and amazing people that are part of this community. And uh, I just hope that, um, you know, I can do my best to, to uh, you know, fight for, for this cause and, um, you know, really just be an advocate of those with type 1 diabetes. Well, you're doing it the right way, my friend. And, uh, you know, for those who want to learn more about uh, about Skin Grip, I believe you guys are at Get Skin or The Skin Grip on uh, uh, the URL is theskingrip.com, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And uh, on on Instagram, you guys are Skin Grip. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Right so on. I'll include all those links in the show notes. And uh, Isaac, man, I you know you and I got to know each other you know just via email over the last couple of months. But man, you totally blew me away today. You to- you crushed this interview. I'm just glad that you were able to get the time and uh, and come on and share your story and your vision for the company. And I'm just uh, I'm just glad to know you. Yeah, so happy to be here, and it's it's been a pleasure talking to you, Rob. Thanks again for listening. Please follow us on Instagram. Check out our sponsor, Real Good Foods. Uh, We're diabetics doing things on all the major platforms, and we also are available on Spotify. So if you prefer Spotify or you're a subscriber, uh, check it out. I definitely have listened to more on Spotify in the recent years. They've got a lot of great podcasts, and it's just super easy to uh, shuffle from music to podcasts and back and forth. Leave us a review if you have a chance, and tell a friend with diabetes about this podcast. That's the best endorsement and the best support that you can provide. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.